I don't know what it is exactly. Aldebaran whiskey. Don't get between me and the blood wine! This is the good stuff. No, you two could drive a man to drink. Welcome to Drunk Trek, your weekly drunken Star Trek podcast. We're your host. I'm Chris. I'm Matthew. Oh, Matt, you sound so drunk. So drunk. So drunk. Well, yeah, we're at the fourth episode. We're Chris. at the fourth episode. <laughs> the Matt, the what, what, what drunk factor would you say you're at, Matt? 8.5 ish? I'm at a definitely I'm at an 8 myself. So, yeah. Yeah. We are. We are doing this shit. We are finishing. <laughs> we are finishing. This we are month. finishing it. Finish it. We're gonna finish it. Uh, Matt, what are you drinking this month? I've got Diet Seven Up and Burnett's Blue Raspberry Vodka. Chris, I have got Best Damn Root Beer Hard Liquor, which is not the Best Damn Root Beer, but all right. And then I've thrown some whipped cream vodka into it. A large amount of it, in fact. Yep. So, yeah, so uh, this month is my birthday month. Happy uh, birthday, Chris. Thank you. Three weeks ago, by the time you listened to this, was my birthday. So I get to pick the episodes this month. Now, we've had a pretty fantastic, well, up and down month. A down and up and month, I guess. Um, <laughs> a lot uh, of thematic downs. And <laughs> we started off with similitude... Uh, Enterprise episode about cloning and ethics, and ethics and harvesting organs, and then we move straight to Deep Space Nine's The Wire, which is one of my favorite Deep Space Nine episodes, and really colors Garrick in this kind of multifaceted light. Such a great Garrick episode. Uh, then last episode we went to the Cronenberg-esque The Conspiracy or Conspiracy from the Next Generation. If ever, like. Yeah, you could have fooled me and said David Cronenberg directed this episode of Star Trek. Like, it's full of, like, yeah, all sorts of weird body shit. Um, and then, so this brings us to this week. Um, my episode I picked for this week, and like I said, I was trying to pick kind of a from the broad spectrum of Trek, Trek shows, because otherwise it probably would have been, like, three episodes of Next Gen and then The Wire. Um, uh, so this episode is from the original series. Uh, and it's actually one I've never seen before because I've not seen all the original series episodes, but it's one I feel like I should have seen a hundred times over by now. Yep. It is Space Seed. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. The episode that introduces Khan Nunyan Singh, uh, AKA Ricardo Montalban. Ricardo Montalban. Rawr. Rawr. Uh, and you know, kind of sets up Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan, which is by far by a country mile, the best Star Trek movie ever made. So what you should do is uh, queue up Space Seed. It's a season two episode, I believe, of the original series. Queue it up on your Netflix or Blu-ray device. And in a moment, we'll say three, two, one, engage. When we say engage, uh, go ahead and start the episode. And you'll be more or less in sync with us. So without further ado, three, two, one... Engage. And we start with the Enterprise flying through space. <clears throat> space. 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
And you know, and that's you know, we were talking a couple of weeks ago about how boring the bridge on the Enterprise, like the Star Trek Enterprise bridge, mm-hmm. looks. and see, like this is an example. Like it's mostly, it, you know, this is also just gray, but it's got color splash in there. It's got the red door and like the colorful control panels that do nothing, and you know, like even the uniforms are colorful. Whereas everything in that Enterprise episode, like. It's like everything's gray, and then the uniforms are just all blue. Like it's lacking, lacking color. Yeah. Oh, and we've come upon some sort of derelict Earth vessel. Who knows what this is? Probably nothing bad. Spock, you really know your your old Earth vessel classes for somebody who hates humans. Hey, Matt, did you know we were building space vessels like this 20 years ago? I'm going to take that as a no. (laughs) If too faint an average, four beats per minute, what is that about? They don't even know what's going on. They're just like, let's go to Red Alert just because this ship is a ship. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. SS Botany Bay. I don't know if you watched. You can actually see it on the side of that derelict ship. I saw that, yeah. The Final Frontier. Space the Final Frontier. This These are the time. voyages. By the way, for those of you at home, this is when we take our first shot of the episode. And we'll take a second shot at some point. Since it's my birthday month when I direct, we'll take a second shot. So if you're drinking a, if you're drinking with us at home, please do so responsibly and please do so now. Matt, if you know. <laughs> Starring Bill Shatner. Also starring Little D-Boy as Mr. Spock. Wait. Oh, DeForest Kelly didn't even get in the opening credits that time. What? DeForest Kelly denied. Also, in this episode, they have somebody just in a miniskirt walking from right to left. I wonder if every scene will see somebody walking from right to left. In a miniskirt. In a miniskirt. (laughs) Bones, did you have to come up here to talk? No. I mean, you could have communicated it, but... Eh. Let's come up here and give my findings in person. You know, seeing DeForest McKelly doing Bones... It is crazy to me how much Carl Urban. I mean, he gets it so good. It's 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 eerily impeccable. Like it's like watching a reincarnated DeForest McKelly. Like it's like like Zachary Quinto does a great job in his own, but he doesn't look like Leonard McCoy or Leonard Nimoy. But DeForest, like Carl Urban, he just there's something about him that just channels. DeForest, DeForest Kelly, like, it's it's insanity. 
<laughs> ah, the eugenics wars, yes. Uh, <laughs> I do kind of like that, like, McCoy's over the right shoulder, or left shoulder, and Spock's over the right shoulder, giving their opposite advices. Apparently there's a historian aboard the Enterprise. And, you know, she paints and draws and all that shit. What is she putting on? That's a smock. No, it's an apron. Whatever. But why is it, like, metal? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, yes! Uh, yeah, Bones is, like, fucking anti-transporter. He is. Well, you know why? Okay, here's the thing. Bones is a doctor. He knows it is killing you. Uh-huh. <laughs> every time every time you transport, you die as it re- deassembles and reassembles you. Yep. He's, not, he's no dummy. Mm-hmm. I recall in the Star Trek movie, they have to wrestle him onto the transporter pad. Yeah, well, and in his one appearance in the Encounter <clears throat> at Farpoint, he only will come aboard the Enterprise via shuttlecraft. By shuttlecraft. Yeah. That's something I really liked about the original series. I'm sad they never kind of picked up in the later series. Like, transporting is fucking scary. Well, well by that time, like, it was accepted, right? Yeah, like, I guess it's it the point. It so, was adopted technology. Everyone just thought, oh, that's fine. This is very new at this point because, mm-hmm. I mean, in Enterprise, they obviously don't have it. Yeah. Ooh, uh, 2018, apparently that's when we're going to get warp, warp Drive. You've heard it here first, folks. So, two more years. So, <laughs> I can't even say it. As I say, is that President Trump's first gift to the world? Is warp drive? Matt is just shaking his head at me like I'm a, an asshole. Because, let's be fair, I am. Yeah. <sighs> Captain, look here. This one's in a full body fishnet suit. They all are. It's one thing I noticed. They all look like they're kind of like. Mm, hello there. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it. Ricardo Montalban, man. What a fucking. <clears throat> yeah, he. He is a fucking looker. <clears throat> okay, I like that this historian's on this mission. Mm, this historian character who's never seen again. <laughs> I give you... I <laughs> Northern India area. Probably a Sikh. Yeah, that's what I'd say if I was looking at Ricardo Montalban. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I, I I give you I I will say though that I have a like I've not seen this episode but I have like just an eighty percent chance she falls in love with Ricardo Montalban and like stays in that planet with him. <laughs> I 
Um, yo, Captain, we could have just hit the eject button. The open door button. No, nope, I've got a... Ding! (laughs) Ooh, it's like a hot pocket. You have to let it cool for a minute. Hot pocket. (laughs) I'm liking that gold bikini, though. Yeah, over the fishnet over a gold bikini. Mm. I wonder if they bronzed him up a bit more for this. You know, probably. I mean, fuck, they're putting Alexander in blackface in this generation. I guarantee you. <laughs> Four-year-old Alexander in blackface. I guarantee you they bronzed up Ricardo Montalban for this. Because you know he didn't look this bronze in Star Trek Two. I don't know. He was pretty tan in that movie. Yeah, but not like this. It's true. Not quite so metallic. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, she's already falling in love with him. <laughs> Just look at that bulge, magnificent. Look at that. Look at those pecs, my friend. Magnificent. Do you know? Uh, so you, you know, people you. accused Ricardo Montalban of using a chest prosthesis in Star Trek Two. He didn't. No. Did you know what his exercise regime was? No. All push-ups. Mm. He just did hundreds of push-ups a day to develop those chest muscles. Probably in his. Probably in his exercise equipment, covered in wrench Corinthian leather. <laughs> if you say so. He he was a spokesperson for a car company. Wrench Corinthian leather was his catchphrase. Ah, yeah, I see. I'm pretty sure Corinth doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> and this is this is I can't say it. I'm sorry. I promised I wouldn't. So, yeah, anyway, um, uh, yeah, Strange Violent Period, the eugenics wars of 1990. Remember, hey, Matt, you know, since we were living in 2016, do you remember the eugenics wars of 1996? I do, vividly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, remember, I remember being a young Trekkie and being really stoked that 1996 was coming up because, like, oh, eugenics wars coming. I was... 11, 12 years old. I would have been in fifth, starting sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember those tumultuous years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. There's no way this could be a penal dark ship. ages. Yeah. Whole populations bombed out of existence. You know, Spock's right, right, but I also have a hunch that he's also a little bit wrong. Because I have a hunch that Khan is not a good person. Well, let's let's give him the benefit of a doubt, Chris. I mean, considering there's a film called The Wrath of Khan. It is curious, though, that like out of all of the episodes, they chose this one to make a film sequel out of I always wondered why I mean was it just that the writers Nicholas Meyer was a fan of Ricardo Montalban I don't know 
Because this is this is literally the only episode that they ever made a sequel out of, mm-hmm. right? Because no other movie was made. No. Of- no. I mean, imagine what it would have been like if, like, instead of Star Trek Insurrection, it had been, like, a Star Trek movie about, or a Star Trek Next Generation movie about those, like, aliens from the last episode we just did coming yeah. back. And, yeah. And, yeah. Like, granted, I would kill for that movie. <laughs> I would literally, I would literally murder a person <laughs> to Star Trek Conspiracy. Well, that's disturbing, Chris. I, I actually wouldn't literally murder. I'm I'm full of I'm full of smoke and bluster. Also, she's totally in love with Ricardo Montalbano. Right? Yep. And I'm trying to remember. I think he actually had a lover that died. Yep. In the film. Well, he has a son in the film. Yeah. That he and his really- wife was his wife like died because the planet that they were on got fucked. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing this is her. Oh, that could be. I have not seen this episode, but my guess, like I like I said earlier, I predict that they will fall in love. I mean, there. I mean, that's where this is going, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yo, Kirk, you're not really one the lecture any of your crew on being attracted to an away team thing. How many times, Kirk, have you fucked an alien that you met on a away team? And how many times has that put the ship at danger? That's my question. That's what I want to know. So for you to sit here and be lecturing somebody else on this, that's a little bit mm, pot kettle black. Agreed. Also, I like that McCoy's shirt, for some reason, is made out of shinier material than the rest of the crews. Also, I like that Ricardo Montalban's shirt V's nicely over his defined pectorals. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> also, I just think I saw Ricardo's Montalban. Mm, nothing like some yoga in the morning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> namaste. <laughs> Hashtag con humble and blessed. <laughs> uh, why? Oh. Why is there just a bunch of knives in the wall? Why would you just leave a speculum there on the wall? Why? This is a this is a grievous oversight. Also scalpel. What? Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, why would you leave a scalpel on the fucking wall? You know, uh, I think I'll I think I'll decorate my med bay with a bunch of uh, barbaric instruments from years past that could potentially get me sliced up. You know, but that's just me. That's just me. You know what, though? I like that McCoy just is like doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> McCoy, McCoy, he doesn't care if he dies. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, he's such a fucking badass, man. 
Look at McCoy. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck about life or anything. <laughs> oh my god. My respect for McCoy is like, <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up. It's not the only thing that's gone up, am I right? Uh, don't, stop looking at my sweatpants and comment. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, you are you are out for a while. You're tuckered. You're tuckered out. This is a regular Captain America right here. Oh my god, it is. He's he's even like a super soldier. He's got like the mm-hmm. he's got like the superhuman abilities. Mm-hmm. We're here watching the Captain America origin story. We didn't even know. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> okay, you know. You probably don't know where that is, any of this shit, because you're from Earth in the 21st century. Seventy-two life support canisters. That sounds like an important number. Yep, it's a good even number. Yep, life support canisters, not torpedoes, Chris. You brought it up, not me. I did. Uh, Khan. No, I'm going to say we should do the shot now. He just revealed. He, his name is Khan. Not nothing else. Not not John Harrison. It's Khan. I thought Khan was his title. I thought his name was Noonien Soon. Khan Noonien Singh, I thought. Singh, yeah. They gave him an Indian surname, but have never had an Indian actor portray him. Mm-hmm. See, he knows he's smart because he uses big words, like convalescence. Engineer and studying and manuals, manuals. This con seems like a nice guy. I don't know why he'd ever have a need for have any sort of wrath. Also, wait, are the libraries are the are the computers still here on tapes? Yes. <laughs> Like except by tapes they mean wooden blocks of different colors. Oh yeah, yeah, but still, like fuck, man, weird. It's like 2016. We are well past tapes. Well past tapes. You say that, but consider all the technology we lost in the wars of the 1990s. Oh, in the um, in the uh, in the great eugenics, eugenics wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only decent for him to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> so the episode we watched with Abraham Lincoln, that was after this one, right? Yes, that was like the penultimate episode of Star Trek. Hmm. The, it's, it's, uh, just, it's just it's just curious. 
That was the that was in season three. This is in season two. Mm-hmm. It's just curious that Khan doesn't show up in that one. It is. It is. And instead, they have uh, what was his name, like Colonel Green or yeah. something. I I feel like almost I almost feel like that like Colonel Green was a stand-in for Khan. Mm-hmm. They probably just couldn't. I met. Uh, yeah, they probably just couldn't get Ricardo Montalban back at that point, or didn't want to for whatever reason. Yeah, I've pulled up a very depressing block of episodes this month. You know, we go from, like, cloning... Mm-hmm. Cloning to, mm-hmm. like, you know... You know, intel- like, espionage and feeling pain to, like, parasitic life forms and then now mm-hmm. to eugenics, like... Yep. I'm a jerk. Don't say that, Chris. Marlon McGiver. You're interested in important and meaningful topics. That's a nice point. That are perhaps not best discussed while drunk. Uh, well, it's a shame. You know, it's a good thing I didn't do this while we were doing a podcast where we talked about things while drunk. You lost me. Let's proceed as if this is going well. Please sit, sit and entertain me. me. Woman, please, please do your woman thing. And then that skirt, especially. Yeah. <laughs> um. Wow. Wow. So Khan is like one of those MRAs on the internet. Also, that's comfortable. Bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry. That requires at least two dozen hair hair hair. Like bobby pins to keep in place. Oh, I'm gonna fall in love with Khan. Like if it was just gonna be hair. comfortable, that would be in a fucking ponytail, mm-hmm. or just hanging loose, you know. But not yet. Uh, goodness, yeah, I'm glad she's here for business, but it's clearly, clearly, she's gonna fall for him. If she doesn't fall for me in this episode, I'll be shocked. Shocked, I say, Matt. Shocked. There, I removed three hairpins. It's so much better now. Doesn't look any different. It looks exactly the fucking same. Except now it's kind of messy in the back. Uh, <laughs> um. Um. um, um. <laughs> Everything's gotten weird. <laughs> Matt, I need... Ah, the, please do it again. Matt, I need an adult. I need an adult. Is that just celery with bacon? Is that what they just showed us? I think so. Also, what's it? McCoy, what? Like, he's... Why is... What, yeah. Those are dress uniforms they're, they're in. dress uniforms. I don't understand why. Oh. We've seen these dress uniforms before. Yeah. Kirk has, like, a fucking, like... Well, Christmas tree on yeah. his... And then, like, Spock has less than McCoy. McCoy like has a- the Iron Cross. Khan's mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, McCoy, you look like somebody I can trust. Mm. <laughs> what the fuck is he wearing? Isn't that like a Nehru jacket? Uh, that's kind of the point I was making, Chris. Yeah, well, yeah. 
Well, he's an Indian, and oh, she's wearing her hair the way he likes it. Oh, and he's acknowledging that. And oh my goodness, this is going to make me very uncomfortable, man. You mean the rampant sexism of the 1960s, Chris? Yes. I would expect it to make you uncomfortable. That's quite all right. Uh, Hobbies of yours, such men? Well, as we know, the only important people in history are men. Ah. I hit my pop shield. No, it's okay. Oh, that's a drawing of him. So wh- why is there not a portrait of Donald Trump in her place? <laughs> Well, because even with the eugenics war, hopefully he loses. Oh, no. Ah! No. 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 Such men dare take what they want. No, fuck you, Star Trek. Fuck you. Oh, this is why I don't watch the original series that much, man. Because of shit like this. I take what I want and then I kiss you. Because that is... That's what you want. Oh. You just won't say it. Uh, God damn it. But, I mean, let's be fair. Khan is the bad guy here, so... He's not supposed to be a role model. Oh, Spock laying those sick burns down. <laughs> oh, you're fucking, you fucking space Nazi. As Roman or Caesar, as Germanly under Hitler, as whatever Colonel Green draws over Colonel Green. <laughs> I feel you know, like I feel like the people on the other end of this table were like, man, this is the most awkward dinner I've ever been to. Like, next time they cut to McCoy and the folks down there, just look how uncomfortable they feel. Mm-hmm. They're like, shit, I could, have, I could have just eaten my quarters. I could have not been here. <laughs> yeah, look at Scotty. Look at McCoy. They don't want a beer. They're fucking sick of this shit. Also, what are they drinking? Why is it so blue? Also, I liked that his Nehru jacket like has, has only clasped slightly like in the middle. In the middle, just so you can see his chest. Mm-hmm. Kirk's thinking about taking him to the gym for some wrestling. Oh my! Oh my! Yeah, like that works so well with Charlie X. <laughs> you okay there? I'm fine. <sighs> They've known right to treat you that way. Yes, you were a murderous dictator in your former life, but 
Okay, but I've never seen this episode before. But literally, the moment they included her on this way mission, I knew. Yeah. Call it. She's going to fall in love with Khan. Soft focus. Soft focus. Smear some Vaseline on the camera. <laughs> what is the the... Okay, well, this, you know, this is marginally better than how he was acting before, because at least he's, like, asking for her consent. But he's still doing it in, like, an abusive dick way. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, God. We already did our second shot this episode, didn't we? I'm not doing another one. No, that's fine. You've 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 paid you've paid the toll, sir. You've paid your price. I just couldn't remember if we'd done one second one or not. Uh, Why? Why is this happening? Why is this happening? Do you mean literally or do you mean figuratively? Because you know, there's very different concepts. I think he was starting. The lyrics from Madonna's, um, <laughs> I don't remember it now, but it's like, open your heart to me, baby. Mm-hmm. I've something, 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 something. <laughs> Fuck this. Fuck him. Fuck you, buddy. Uh Go away. Go away with your soft focus. Go away. No. 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 Why is she in such soft focus, though? He's not. She is. Because she's meant to be the love interest, and she's beautiful and lovely and so soft focus. Uh, And Khan is now like, you know, I'm just like, anybody, buddy, buddy, buddy. Name, Khan Noonien Singh. Huh. You think that they would have remembered this short shit. Wait, Scotty, why why have you had any sort of admiration for this guy? I don't know. Because he's Scottish. I don't know. I mean, I guess, I mean, from the sounds of it, it didn't sound like he took over Scotland. So. Huh. <laughs> Spock, you're a Vulcan. You don't understand. We humans love bloodshed. We can hate him and love him at the same time. See, also Trump, comma, Donald, 2016. Why is he wearing a uniform? Why is he wearing a uniform? Why is he wearing a Star Trek uniform? I'm trying to figure out what... he's got. A, is it a red shirt? He's a red shirt. That's With, like engineering and security. Yeah. Why is he wearing a Starfleet uniform? Why is Kirk not asking why he was in a Starfleet uniform? Mm. Mm. 
So Matt just left again. So it's just me now. Since Amanda's not here. And I promised last time that I was here by myself that I would confess a deep, dark secret. And I don't think I did. Well. I guess... I guess this is the point where I should reveal a secret truth about myself. And I'm going to tell you all you listeners out there a secret. When I watched Star Trek Voyager as you know as a teen, I I really liked ne- uh, Neelix. Yeah. I like my favorite character when I was a teenager, Neelix, yeah. I know. Like, people today, like, you go back, you watch Voyager, he's, like, super annoying, and, like, I'm like, why is he even there? But, yeah, I really like Neelix. He was, like, my favorite character when I was a kid. That's a secret. I'll tell Matt. He's coming back. Hey, Matt. Hey, Chris. How are you? Nothing happened while you were gone. I'm sure. And we're back. We didn't. We didn't get an explanation why Tom is wearing a uniform. No, look at those pecs. I mean, they're those are nice pecs. He's like barrel. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> oh, namaste. I can open the door. Namaste. Uh, boom. Kirk punched. <laughs> that I feel was over dramatic. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, she's betraying the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. You in your blue pajamas, get away from that console. Oh, Vulcan nerve pinch, except not except cause he's not a Vulcan, so it's like a Indian nerve pinch. Well, let's not think about it too hard. <laughs> no, think about it hard. Too, too. Oh, oh, namaste, namaste, namaste. namaste. Otto, namaste. Joaquin, mm. namaste. Namaste. Uh, They're all in uniforms. She's still in the mesh. Yeah. Katie, namaste. <sighs> You're not at warp. Are you at warp and towing? What? Wait, how are the communication channels jammed? They spread a can of jam over the communication channels. Raspberry! Nobody gives me the, the raspberry, raspberry except Lone Star! <sighs> Great movie. Oh, wait, what? How did Khan get access to all this shit? Like, did, who's in engineering? Did, like, is that that? What? Oh, they they took over. Did they learn nothing after that one drunken Irishman took over oh. engineering in the naked time? <laughs> oh, you God. need to put security on your fucking engineering room. Wait, was the naked time before or after this? It was definitely before. I'm almost certain. (laughs) 
<laughs> Why did we give him our technical manuals to study in the first place? Hospitality. Hindsight, place. probably a bad idea. Oh. Yeah, Con, you you did it. Dum dum dum. Kirk, it's gonna go do a commercial break. Commercial break. Stardate. Yeah. I'm making captain's log, even though we have precious little oxygen. They have my ship. Discarding their own worthless vessel. <laughs> what? Thulin Harrison. Where's Sulu? Where's Chekhov? Like, I have to be honest. One thing that's weird about Drunk Trek. Yes, Chris. Going back and watching all these original series episodes, how little Sulu and Chekhov play into a lot of these episodes. Yeah. Da -da -da -da. Like Uhura, Spock, McCoy, Kirk, mm -hmm. Scotty. Mm -hmm. They were in most episodes, but Sulu and Chekhov really get sidelined. Yeah. Like. Where is he in that episode? We haven't seen him at all. But he's 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 considered one of the main bridge crew, but we don't see him much. No. But he's in the naked now, wielding a fucking sword. So like, where is he in this episode? That's that's my question. Also, I guess Chekhov isn't in the Star Trek yet because I remember. I remember there's always that famous trivia about the Wrath of Khan that Khan says he remembers Chekhov, but Chekhov isn't actually on the crew yet. But Sulu... Right, which is a, which is a continuity, continuity flub for Star Trek II. Yeah, yeah. Which is, it, which is Chekhov recognizes Khan, but he wasn't on the crew when this epi uh, in mm -hmm. this episode. He joins, like, mid-season two. Hmm. Yeah, why didn't you let them suffocate on the bridge, Con? You could have just did that and be away with it. But now you got a monologue, and that never works out well for villains. Engage the viewing screen! I like, I like the formalization of view screen. The viewing screen. Oh, are they going to flush Kirk out in the space? It's just they're draining the oxygen out of the chamber he's in. So, do you think, Matt, do you think Kirk survives this? No. This dire situation that he's in? No. He will die. Have we seen any episodes after this? I don't know. I doubt it. He's dead. He's going to die. Yep. They have a new captain.
yeah, just like, you know, let us, like, let us on a planet where we can do our shit. So... That's a hurtful statement, Con. I just, you know, want to get out of here to go. I've got, I've got my, you know, my weekly bridge game, and you know, I don't want to miss my weekly bridge game. By the way, in this instance, I'm referring to bridge the card game, and not bridge the command center. I don't know if you knew that. I. Oh my god! Well, let's let, let's stop slapping horror this episode, shall we? Do we have to keep slapping her like every minute just to get a point across? Also, it's hard to take your captor seriously when they're wearing like red speed suits. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever said speed suits were intimidating and meant it. Oh, double betrayal. She has realized the error of her ways, Matthew. Mm-hmm. But I have a hunch that something bad is going to happen to her this episode. Really? You don't think she's going to be Khan's girlfriend? Or, you know, get a full pardon from Starfleet for her betrayal? No, no. My hunch is that something not good happens. Uh, especially since she's advocating for the you know, the no death approach. My hunch is is that they'll let him off on SETI Alpha Six. I mean, it's just a hunch. Just a hunch. I mean, I haven't watched Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan like five times in the last three years. Not me. If you had, you know that I think they let him off on SETI Alpha Five. I thought it was six, and now it's five because six blew up, or five blew up. You may be right. You may be right. Uh, Armory Khan report thing Rodriguez. Do you mean Khan is in control? No, Khan is in Khan. <laughs> I wonder how many times he has that issue. <laughs> <laughs> That was like the lightest punch ever. He's like, eh, you're, you're dead. <laughs> Scotty! Where's Khan? Kirk's gonna have to shoot a man. Why would you say that over the comm? It's a trick. Or not? Nope, it's just really dumb. Oh. Oh, shit, son. It's like that weapon is made out of putty. That phaser got riggedy wrecked. Because God is super strong. He's a superhuman 
can't fight him. He is Captain America. Thought out, superhuman strength. Thought out, superhuman strength. That's the Captain America way. Wow. <laughs> it's a lot of empty space in engineering. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can more efficiently use that. Also, I like the flying Kirk kick. Flying Kirk kick. Oh, <laughs> he's totally doing the Kirk punch. The Kirk punch. punches. Oh my god, this is some MMA shit right here. You gotta choke him out. Uh-huh. You gotta choke him out. Oh, Stone Cold Stunner. I actually don't know what that means. Yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> I never watched wrestling. Mm. It would help if you made contact with him when you punch him. <laughs> you know, I hear that. I hear that usually, usually helps... Except when I have this piece of plastic. Aha! Uh-huh. Oh my god, those beats are so sickly not sick. Uh, those are the weak beats. You know, you really should put engineering under lock and key, Kirk. Yeah, especially when it takes like four clicks to blow up the ship. Mm-hmm. I feel like there needs to be more security measures. Well, like maybe like maybe uh like two to three command officers authorization required before the ship blows up. Just as a suggestion. What do you do about McGivers? <laughs> what is that? Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course there's a bell. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. Hey, does Khan even recognize the authority of... Probably not. What? Seti Alpha. Five. Five, yeah. What did I say, six? Yeah. That's five. Eight. Yeah. But five, like, scoots into six's orbit, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's surprising. Kirk has read Milton. Paradise Lost? I, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I mean, Milton... I mean, I know what Paradise Lost is, but I don't know how it's relevant to this situation. I don't either. Yeah, but hey, it's Baron Starfleet, right? I'll go with him, sir, but I will conveniently die before the before the sequel. I really feel like Khan got off like the better end of the steel. Yeah. All the charges are dropped, he's dropped off on a planet. I really don't understand what he has to be wrathful about. Mm. Even with that planet being destroyed. 
Oh, here we go. We're get that oh, is this the explanation? Better roll in here than serve in heaven. I like that. I like that Kirk knew exactly what Paradise Lost quote he was referring to. <laughs> A space seed, if you will, Mister oh. Spock. I this is see, this is cool though, because this is like like oh my god, wouldn't it be great if we revisited this episode, and then they did in a movie. And it was the best fucking movie ever for Star Trek. I gotta say, space sexism aside, it's a pretty pretty good episode. Did you learn anything, Chris? Um, shit, Matt. I learned. I learned that Ricardo Montalban's pecs are not to be trifled with, <laughs> even in 1967. Mm-hmm. What about you, Matt? What did you learn? I learned that if we had suffered some sort of nuclear holocaust 20 years ago, mm-hmm. our future would look like this. Don't forget to check us out. We're on iTunes if you search for Drunk Trek. We're also on Twitter at Drunk Trek Cast and online at Drunk Trek uh well we hope to see you next month uh august for some new episodes we really hope amanda will be back then because we miss her well yep mm-hmm. so until next time drink long and prosper bye, bye.